You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Welcome to session five of From Anxiety to Intimacy. And our challenge for today is simply this, to enjoy God's world. Paul said it to the Philippians in Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. One of the greatest tools to combat an anxiety is what William Wilberforce called the joy of self-forgetting. Wilberforce was a force for good in the 1800s. He led the charge in Parliament to end slavery in Great Britain. That Herculean task absorbed the majority of his life. Wilberforce was also a man who experienced severe physical pain through most of his life. However, one of the critical components of his sustaining power in the midst of all that pain was his unbounded joy. One biography said of him, unlike many of the austere patriarchs of families in that day, Wilberforce would often fall to the floor and give horseback rides to children. He intentionally clung to the childlike wonder at the myriad joys available through the mundane hours of life. One friend said about him, his presence was as fatal to dullness as it was to immorality. His mirth was as irresistible as the first laughter of childhood. One of the ways he was able to fight the sadness of his difficulties and to do something great in the world was to seek out all the manner of ways he can enjoy the world God has made. It was the joy of self-forgetting. Martin Luther was the same way. He wrestled with almost a debilitating depression, and he found that there were many tools in his belt he could use, usually not to make the clouds lift, but to help himself move through the clouds. He liked to bowl. He liked to listen to great music and he married a woman who could make him laugh. Uh, Martin Luther wrote to a young saint once. He said, Eve got into trouble when she walked in the garden alone. My worst temptations are when I'm by myself. So he encouraged this brother, seek out some Christian brothers, some wise counselor, undergird yourself with the fellowship of the church, then seek convivial company, feminine company. Dine, dance, joke, and sing. Make yourself eat and drink, even though food may be distasteful. He said, find things that you love. Listen to great music because she's the mistress and governess of the human heart, he said. Martin Luther found ways to use the world to dissipate his worry and find joy again. Spurgeon did the same. Spurgeon, the great preacher, also had bouts of melancholy and real physical disabilities at times, and yet he wrote in his lectures to his students. He said, he who forgets the humming of the bees among the heather, the cooing of the wood pigeons in the forest, the song of birds in the woods, the rippling of rills among the rushes, and the sighing of the wind among the pines, need not wonder if his heart forgets to sing and his soul grows heavy. He said, a mouthful of sea air or a stiff walk in the wind's face would not give grace to the soul, but it would yield oxygen to the body, which is next best. The ferns and the rabbits, the streams and the trout, the fir trees and the squirrels, the primroses and the violets, the farmyard, the new-mown hay and the fragrant hops. These are the best medicines for hypochondriacs, the surest tonic for the declining, the best refreshments for the weary. For lack of opportunity or inclination, these great remedies are neglected and the student becomes a self-immolated victim. 
I know for me, when the shutdown happened because of the pandemic, I did what many leaders did. I listened to the news every morning to be informed so I could make informed decisions. But I discovered if I woke up first thing and just filled my mind with the news, all the facts were woven together with all this anxiety. So I would be so anxious. It was hurting my heart, my neck, my body. I was clenched up and I realized I can't keep functioning like this. And so I started to take walks every morning. And as I did that first thing in the morning, the most fascinating thing would happen. I would start with the concerns of the day and begin to voice them to the Lord. And then I would notice a tree or a bird or enjoying the wind blowing. And as I enjoyed the world God made, followed the deer's tracks through the woods, I found joy even in an anxious day. And I found that joy sustaining as I went back home and dealt with all the anxieties and worries and uncertainties in the world. One of the greatest weapons we have against worry is by harnessing the joy of the world for ourselves. Jonathan Edwards said it in his resolutions, resolved that I will do whatever I think to be most to God's glory and my own good profit and pleasure in the whole of my duration without any consideration of the time, whether now or never so many myriads of ages hence. He said, I've got to find what's going to be good for me to sustain me for the glory of God. And it's the same with you. The writer of Ecclesiastes said this, there's a time to weep, but a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and a time to dance. And I would just encourage you, make time for all of it. So if your time most days is filled with your worries and concerns. You need to voice them to God, write them down, process them with Him. But let me challenge you here, put them all down and go take a walk in the woods. Call a friend that you like. Watch a movie that makes you laugh. Listen to music that makes your soul come alive. Harness the beauty of the world to fight the tyranny of worry. Give it a shot and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.